On today's Locked On Royals podcast, we're going to dive into how the weekend went against the Tampa Bay Rays and talk about Brady Singer, who has just been incredible during the second half of this season. Is this a legit turnaround? What can you expect from Brady Singer next season as a Royals fan? And will that be enough to push the Royals over the edge and over the top next year with that expanded playoff returning in year two and all the division shakeup that could happen with the balanced schedule? All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, we are going to dive into the weekend that was for Kansas City, but also Brady Singer, because he's the biggest story in Kansas City. We talked about him uh, just this last week as well. Um, discussing him two weeks ago at you know, around the trade deadline. Since then, he not only has duplicated that success, but he's extended it and gotten even better. And I think he's rounding into form. I think that he is taking the steps that you want to see. How much of it is legit? How much of it can translate? We're going to talk all about that as well. But thank you so much for making Locked On Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. A lot to get to today. Also, a lot to plug around the network because we're the best podcast network out there with the Locked On Chiefs podcast five days a week, getting you set for the Chiefs season and throughout the Chiefs season. Locked On MLB, the national stage for baseball down the stretch as you kind of zone into and zoom into the, uh, the playoffs and division races and things like that. And right here, Locked On Royals, five days a week, whenever we're talking about Brady Singer and the bunch. I want to start, though, with the MLB schedule. And Miller Thomas, who you've heard on this podcast before with the crossover and hosts Locked On Diamondbacks, he made a post on Twitter whenever the you know schedule was released. And it's been released this way for many, many years, as long as I can remember the the next season MLB schedule is released in just the middle of the week during the current season, uh, towards September, toward the end of August. This year was no different. And Miller Thomas made a point that this is yet another misstep for Major League Baseball because every other sports league, from football, basketball, even hockey, they they make an event out of it. They make a day out of releasing the schedule. And... When you release your schedule in the dead of your sport, every blog, every podcast, every every news outlet, every radio station that covers your sport and cares about your sport, they have to spend multiple segments, multiple days, multiple articles, multiple you know podcasts discussing and breaking it down. When it's just thrown into the, the middle of this you know season, the middle of your season, 
There's no anticipation. There's no looking forward to it because you play a game that same day. Would you rather me sit here and break down the nitty-gritty of the Royals 2023 schedule or discuss what's happened this weekend of actual, tangible, physical baseball games? That, that is up to you to decide as the consumer, and we are having to you know navigate and walk that line. Just a weird thing that, that it's just another day baseball could own. They own opening day. They own uh, the World Series. Even in the midst of the football season, the World Series is still a big deal. It's why you know TBS is paying a billion dollars to broadcast you know playoff baseball. It's still a big deal, despite what everyone tries to tell you. This is an opportunity to own another day. Because you already have your draft that happens in the middle of your season, which is abnormal. Uh, the draft lottery is a chance. Of, we don't know when they're going to do the draft lottery, but if they do it post-World Series and they do it right before the winter meetings or right at the start of them, before the stove really gets hot, that can be another day you own of excitement, of anticipation for the part of your league that was bounced way back in September. So I hope that they do kind of alter that down the stretch. But the reason I want to bring up the schedule and the reason I think it is worth talking about this year during the season more so than other years is because it is the new look and rebalanced schedule. And I don't think that there's a team or teams hurt more by this rebalanced schedule than the AL Central. I think that this is the only division that gets hurt by the by the rebalanced schedule. So what do I mean by that? So, the, so first, the rebalanced schedule means that you play less divisional games and that you get to play every single team around baseball this year. Which makes sense. I want to I make sure that we're making the right distinctions here. That in and of itself makes sense, and I fully support it, no matter the fact that it messes over the AL Central teams. They, they deserve it, so to say. That makes total sense. When you play 162 games, you should be able to have every major star visit your ballpark. Same thing in even basketball. They only play 82 games, but yet every single team at least once goes to every single city. So if you live in Oklahoma City, you're going to see, you know, LeBron James come to OKC and the Lakers. You're going to see also every Eastern Conference team make a trip to OKC. Jason Tatum and the Celtics coming to OKC. You're going to get to see that. And that's where baseball is going to get it right here and, and, and do get it right here by agreeing to rebalance the schedule in the, line, in the latest CBA. I think that this is one of the most positive changes that they made in that CBA. We can talk draft lottery. We can talk expanded playoffs. But I think that one of the most exciting and one of the best changes that they made was this change to the scheduling. That's just the bottom line to me. Because you're going to get to see Mike Trout every single year at Kauffman Stadium. You're going to get to see, you know, a guy like Bryce Harper with the Phillies every single year in Kauffman Stadium. You're going to get to see, you know, Juan Soto and the, and the Padres come to town. It increases your value of season tickets. It increases your attention span, right? Imagine this. Even though the Royals are out of it right now, and you might feel dissuaded from watching every single night because they're playing the White Sox again, or they're playing the Twins again, and you've seen these teams 16, 18 times already, it even helps teams who are out of it get their fans energized because, hey, you know, the Royals might be out of it, but I get to see this young bunch go up against, you know, a, a top team that we don't see every single year or, or previously had not seen every single year. I reference the Dodgers series. The Royals were out of it at the Dodgers series too, but that series had so much excitement because you wanted to see Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez, Nick Prado, Vinny Pascantino. You want to see all those guys and how they'd handle playing the best team in the NL. You got that matchup. But in a other year with the other schedule model, you wouldn't have. You know, you've been on a rotation. So getting to play every single team makes a ton of sense. 
but it hurts the AO Central. And it's the only division that hurts, and we'll tell you why coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now an important message from our friends over at the Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over campaign. Imagine this, you're hanging out with some friends and putting a few back, and a few become a few too many. As the evening comes to a close and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But nah, you live nearby, you can make it home okay, it's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still does not stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show LockdownRoyals at gmail.com and go check out JustBaseball.com where we do some writing about the Royals over there as well. Now, I want to thank you again for making Lockdown Royals your first listen, but I want to get to the segment about the Royals and the AL Central and how the schedule impacts Kansas City and Cleveland and Minnesota and the White Sox more than any other team, the Tigers as well. If you are a team in the AL East, you are ecstatic about this change. You you cannot wait for next season to start. Even if you're in the playoffs right now, you still can't wait for next season to start because the possibility of you improving is endless. Let's just look at this season for an example. The AL East plays host to the 76-win Yankees, the 69-win Rays, the 67-win Blue Jays, the 64-win Orioles, and the 60-win Red Sox. The leader of the AL Central would be placing fourth in the AL East. Fourth. So the Royals get to play 18 times a year. Cleveland, Minnesota, the White Sox, the Tigers, all who would finish fourth or worse in the AL East. That that is just, you know, embarrassing in the sense of, you know, how the Royals continue to be so bad despite playing these teams that aren't very good, that are mediocre at best. But it makes taking that next step harder because now you lose that benefit. Now next year, a young team that wants to try to compete doesn't get to beat up on Detroit or a struggling Cleveland White Sox, you know, Twins team. They got to go play the Yankees and the Blue Jays and the Rays. They got to go play the Astros and the Mariners. They got to go play the Mets and the Braves and the Phillies. They have to go play the Cardinals and the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants. In the East, three of their teams would have won the AL, or would be leading the AL Central right now, 
one of them would be in second place. In the West, you have in the West two of the teams that would be leading the AL Central in the AL. In the NL East, there are three teams who would be leading the AL Central if they were in that division. In the NL Central, same scenario, where only the Cardinals and the Brewers would be leading, but the Brewers would be leading by one game and no one else. So you know, they are hurt by this change as well. And then in the NL West, the Dodgers, Padres would, all, would both be leading the division with the Giants being only like two games back of uh, Cleveland for, you know, for um, first place. So that's where the change hurts the Royals and really, really helps teams like the Yankees and teams like the Rays and Blue Jays and Orioles and Red Sox and also, you know, the, Mar- the, the uh, Marlins. The Marlins are a really good ball club. In my opinion, I think they have the pitching staff. I think that they need to figure out ways to complement their lineup and, and add some pieces to that lineup. I think that their pitching staff is good. Uh, I think that you know you you have uh, Sandy and you have uh, you know, these guys that that can really grow into their own. Plus a, a nice farm system of, of arms. You know, they get the benefit of not running into the Mets, Braves, and Phillies every other day, every other series. So everyone benefits except for the essential, which makes the Royals' life harder. Now, next year we'll begin uh, anew for Kansas City, and they'll be attempting to uh, climb their way out of the out of the doldrums of the American League. And I still don't think that the expectation should be the playoffs, but this change in schedule makes that a bit harder to obtain, even if that is your expectation for them. But I think that they can still show improvement and that they still will show improvement. And maybe it's just baseball, right? Maybe these these teams, although they're not good overall, like I know they're not world beaters overall, the Clevelands of the world, Minnesota of the world, maybe they just have your specific number. Like maybe maybe you just can't beat them, even though in the grand scheme of things, it's not as though they're just these absolute beasts. And so maybe the change of pace will be good even for Kansas City. But on the surface level, just based on the pure you know numbers and and last year's record and things of that nature. This is only a bad change for Kansas City. And the Royal schedule was released, of course. So the opening day game will be on March 30th. It'll be against Minnesota, and it'll be at Kauffman Stadium. So the, the season will start March 30th, and then it will end October. Uh, I should say uh, it'll end September 30th with a series against the Yankees, which actually ends October 1st. So the Royals will play October uh, 1st baseball next year, but it'll be uh, against the Yankees on the last game of the season. And just in that first month, you see the Royals go and play Minnesota at home, Toronto at home, then fly out to San Francisco, then swoop down to Texas and Atlanta, and then Texas again, and then you get the Angels and Diamondbacks and the Rockies and the Marlins. I mean, you get everyone coming to town and going – uh, all around in this in this schedule, in this slate. I'm excited for I'm excited for what it does for the game of baseball. I do think that this is a very positive change. I think that this is a change that um, I think this is a change that the league should make. And as I said before, I think that this is the best change from the the CBA new agreement from last year. But it does have an impact on Kansas City, and it, and it does impact them in 
a negative way, more so than any other division, any other team in baseball. Let me know how you feel about this schedule change. If you even care, if you, if you think about that, you know, that line of thinking of, hey, you know, this is really going to be a mess up for this AL Central teams. So they're not going to get to beat up on each other anymore. Or do you just view it as, you know, it is what it is and move forward. And if you are a season ticket holder, if you, if you do go to a lot of games, are you excited about that? Are you excited about the possibility of, of getting to see every star in Major League Baseball? Do you feel like your season tickets are more valuable now if you're a season ticket holder? Now that you know for sure these icons like Bryce Harper and Mike Trout and then these kind of guys are going to be filling up your stadium every summer from here on out. Let me know down below in the comment section on YouTube or on Twitter. You can go out, go at the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. You can also uh, email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com, or find me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Coming up, let's talk about the weekend that was for Kansas City, as well as talk about uh, some roster moves that they've made. But first, I want to say right now, we're good friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your betting needs. Find the latest and greatest of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news from every single league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. So check it out today. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sport waging information from live betting and scores podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to learn more about the action and trends, bet online where the game starts, check them out today for bet online. I want to tell you also, it's very easy to use bet online. By the way, you just type in bet online in your browser, go to their sports book, and immediately they start to pull up for you baseball info, and you can bet on single games. Like if you want to bet on the Kansas City Royals. They're one-and-a-half-run underdogs against the Padres tomorrow, so you can bet on that. If you want to bet on future baseball odds, such as, you know, who will win the World Series, you can bet on that. And even if you want to bet on this new prop that they have called, like, series. So who do you think will win the series? Will the Rockies win the series against the Mets, or will the Mets win the series against the Rockies? The Rockies are plus 415 to win this series against New York. That's almost worth it. Just throw a couple dollars on it just in case that baseball happens. Now, the Yankees are minus 300 to beat the Athletics in a series over this weekend. Check it out today at BetOnline, wherever you can find internet access. We are back on the Lockdown Rose Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Rose. Email the show, LockdownRose at gmail.com. I want to start by talking about Brady Singer because he deserves all the credit in the world. Over the last five home starts, he has a 1.67 ERA. He's 5-2 and two with a 3.19 ERA. Uh, at Coffin Stadium in 11 appearances. He's been dominant. 
It's a pitcher's ballpark, supposed to be anyway, and he's taking advantage of it. He's also been dominant just in general, just in his last few starts. And, and I've been saying on this podcast since December 31st, 2019, that I think that Brady Singer has Cy Young stuff and a Cy Young mentality. And, of course, there's been ups and downs and a lot of downs even in that stretch since then. But I still believe in the stuff. I still believe in his, in his makeup and his confidence and his swagger and his, you know, edge. I still believe in all those things for Brady Singer. And so, if this run can be duplicated, if this run can be taken into next year and beyond, well, then you go from panicking about the future of the Royals and panicking about the rebuild to saying, hey, the Royals have acquired an ace, which is the hardest thing in Major League Baseball to do for a small market. It is incredibly hard for a small market to find an ace because you can't go pay them. And if in trading for them, you trade away your entire farm system, so that's not a good route either because the farm system is your lifeblood of your organization for a small market, and you will never be able to afford an ace. You just won't. When, when guys like Garrett Cole hit the open market a few years ago, you, you just couldn't even pick up the phone and call them because you knew it was not going to happen. So whenever you find a guy like Brady Singer, who the Royals are 12-9 and nine when Brady Singer starts and 39-66 and 66 when anyone else starts, Brady Singer's on pace for a five-war player this year. When you find a guy like that, it has to reinvigorate and re-excite the fan base. Those stats courtesy of Ryan Landreth on Twitter. I'm excited about Brady Singer. I think that he still can be a Cy Young winner in his in his career as he gets into his prime and starts to get more comfortable and go into his own. And also, I mean, let's not forget, we still believe in Kansas City that the pitching coach will be changed in the offseason. And so now what can a new set of eyes pick up with your young pitchers and, and help them adjust and grow and develop into major league arms? So a, a lot to look forward to in that aspect. I do want to touch on just one thing. So we talked about what I loved, and I love the schedule change, even though it doesn't benefit Kansas City. I also I also love Brady Singer's uh, recent stretch here of baseball. So about one thing I didn't like so much, and it was brought up, of course, on Twitter, because fans vocalize their opinions on Twitter, which they should. This is from at Rudy uh, Paradis, who added uh, Lockdown Royals on Twitter and said, there's no room for Nate Eaton or Emmanuel Rivera they traded the Diamondbacks for Luke Weaver, but plenty of room for Hunter Dozier and Ryan O'Hearn. And I totally get this frustration, and I share that same sentiment. I mean, I said at the deadline, you know, this team should have focused and shifted their attention to young guys who are going to have a possible future with this core. Look, when this team gets good again, Ryan O'Hearn's going to be nowhere to be found. When this team gets good again, there's a 98% chance that Hunter Dozier is going to be nowhere to be found. So I understand your frustration with taking up at-bats with them whenever you could give them to Nate Eaton or you could give them to um, any, of these, any of these young guys and you, and you ship out Emmanuel Rivera. And, and you know, that, that was a flyer pickup for the Diamondbacks. You got a flyer, picker, uh, flyer pickup back with Luke Weaver. But I hope the Royals, who called up Drew, Walter, uh, Drew Waters out of the blue this week, I hope that they kind of you know, shift from that whole Ryan O'Hearn, Hunter Dozier scene 
and go with younger guys. Let me know what you think on the YouTube comment section down below. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And make sure you subscribe for free to the Lockdown Royals podcast wherever you get podcasts from. Also, make sure that you check out Lockdown MLB, Lockdown Chiefs, and every other Lockdown podcast for your favorite teams, the Jayhawks, Mizzou Tigers, getting set to start football season. Go check them out in K-State Wildcats. Go check them out as well. Um, And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.